for, forget that, Tom. We, we've never seen this, period. No. We've never seen a guy win a championship at WrestleMania and, and then not even a half an hour after he wins it, we get a challenge and the guy puts that title on the line that he just won. An unprecedented test. For, forget that, Tom. We, we've never seen this, period. No. An unprecedented test. Caesar's Palace! Las Vegas, Nevada! Fight of WrestleMania 9! An unprecedented test. Craig Bot has worked. What a time to be alive, boys. How do, you, how do you celebrate such things, Steve? Oh, we're starting early. Holy shit. A libation. <laughs> Puff of all. Wow, that, that's a new record. I wasn't even ready. The, um, there we are. Just turn off my notifications because I'm getting all sorts of pings here. It has been um, the blackest of weeks. Oh, dear Lord. What a, what a fucking week. What a week. And there we go. Me. My mentions are off. Fine. Fine for you? Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I nearly I quit my job days. yesterday. I, I, booked, I booked two days off work, so I'm on a four-day weekend. You son of a bitch. Oh, good Lord. Yep. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so we, we that's the record, I think, for the fastest can opening time ever. Like, the intro music that was definitely playing live and isn't added later was still playing when that happened. <laughs> How are we, boys? Episode 172 of the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, what a, what a week. So oh, much to talk about. Yeah. And so much we can't talk about. <laughs> Good old Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Um, Maradona uh, died. Yeah, 2020 can fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, look at him there doing lines of coke in heaven. And, and fair play to him. Yeah. Now the coke can't hurt him. It was mad that, you know, the, the weird thing of this whole thing was that he died to the day 15 years after George Best died. Bananas. And the two boys are definitely cracking a few beers up there. Like, <laughs> yes, you just beers. know it. Yes. Beers. <laughs> well, I, well, I used the Coke line already, so I had to move on from that. That's true, yeah. <laughs> but he's so synonymous with Coke. Well, he, does Coke. Coke. he does a <laughs> lot of Coke. He does a lot of Coke. I think Coke, really? I think Maradona, then Coca-Cola, then cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, uh, look, he, he had his demons and it got him in the end, obviously. Like 60 is, you know, as early enough, I suppose, to go, but he didn't look after himself. So what can you do? That photo Neither that Jordan put in the chat's amazing. There's six players trying to get the ball off Maradona there. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, well. and, the, and the English are still uh, having their piss boiled by him beyond the grave. Oh, Peter Shilton is not a happy man. <laughs> oh, Shilton got some doing on Twitter this week. Well, really he should have been a better goalkeeper then, shouldn't he? <laughs> the tiny fucking Argentinian player should not be out jumping the goalkeeper, right? Five foot, as five five foot seven versus six foot two. Yeah, and and, yeah. <laughs> and he can use his hands to put himself up to be with six foot five. 
You know what yeah, I mean? It's just, the keeper can use his hands. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. VAR <laughs> would have taken that goal away from us, you know? <laughs> just yeah. say it. Yeah, fuck VAR. Yeah, goal is... Uh, VAR is a goal thief. It hates fun. So, uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to comment on a goal, VAR being a goal thief after Liverpool getting another goal disallowed today. Two. Oh, really? I didn't Does see two? anything. Two disallowed, yeah. Only one, only... one for Salah's big toe being offside and the other for Manny being... has his forehead offside. Uh, it's off. It's offside. Is offside. You know, mm-hmm. it's the rule. It's not the VAR. It's the rule. Is the problem? Look at Nicky talking sense in a sports See? VAR. See? Fuck VAR. He's been paying attention to the WhatsApp group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the entire limb needs to be offside if we're using VAR because it's just it's just so petty. I I, I don't know. Where no, does the limb begin? Me, Where does the limb begin? I know. I know. It, it, it's like if it happens for me, I love it. If it happens against me, I hate it. And then if there's a neutral game and if there's like three disallowed goals, I'm like, oh, lads, will you just let them go? Like, come on. <laughs> I don't know. The CDO oh. put in the super secret production chat, actually, about VAR. No. It's like, yeah, if Liverpool fans are pissed off over VAR, can't wait till they play United and they leave them kick off the second half of the penalty. <laughs> <laughs> we need them. We, can, we need all the help we can get. Um, but yeah, Maradona, RIP. Very sad. Now, this... Carlo teachers thing. I haven't heard a thing about it, so entertain me. Apparently, Carlo's full of sexy school kids. Oh, God. Okay, moving on. So, the toy <laughs> show. <laughs> what do you mean? Basically, the uh, Emro reporter of the year decided to tweet out a wild accusation that a schoolgirl in a Carlo secondary school had told her mother that they were told in school that girls should not be wearing tight clothing as it's distracting male PE teachers. Oh my God. So Chinese whisper to Chinese whisper to allegations to hearsay to whatever with no factual basis or sourcing done, this Imro news reporter of the year decided to tweet this out. And subsequently, it was uh, obviously proven not to be the case. She's since deleted all her tweets and not made any comment or apology about it. Meanwhile, these male teachers in that Carlo school will now forever have the reputation tarnished with the fact that everyone's going around thinking they're a bunch of dirty pedos. There's a petition of close to 10,000 names uh, wanting an investigation done into it. Uh, basically, yeah. on a he said, she said, Chinese whisper situation. Yeah, it, it seems uh, what actually happened was that there were like there's a there's a clothing policy for PE and they weren't following a clothing policy. And that's yeah. what was said. They're wearing sexy leggings. <laughs> yeah, it's. Ah, it's it, it's all a fucking joke. Um, it's the usual. It's twenty twenty though. Someone someone has to get outraged, and everyone everyone piled on it straight away without doing their fucking research and looking into it. And oh yeah, sure. There was what there was the the, the obviously that he said she said there was also apparently a text that was sent that couldn't be found, an email that was sent that couldn't be found. Got all yeah, WhatsApp. Yeah. An app yeah. notification, apparently. App notification, or, or nobody screenshotted, been... you know, a letter, yeah, loads. Um, and then uh, part of the doubling down that this news reporter of the year done was when the principal went on our national broadcaster and gave a radio interview where he basically said, look, I've spoken to parents already to allay their fears about this and discuss what actually happened and what was said. Uh, he's like, yes, we did bring the girls out because it was predominantly girls that were not adhering to this policy correctly and it was becoming more of a fashion show for them. Um, 
what else was there? And he's like, we felt that we didn't want to bring everyone out as we're trying to limit, obviously, the amount of large groups that we have. So we said we'd bring the people who were, you know, more breaching the are breaching the policy more often. So it was like, yep, so we brought them out and we told them essentially, look, this is not supposed to be a fashion show. You're supposed to adhere to what the policy is. And after him saying all this, including, as I said, that line about uh, how he talked to parents already, this news reporter decides to tweet out something about three hours later after not addressing his statement at all, saying, oh, I've spoken to parents who are clearly or who are upset that he decided to do a radio interview and not speak to parents. It's like he literally said they're, he's spoken to parents. So, yeah, this was, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. Fuck 2020. Fuck this outrage. Bullshit. And fuck everyone. But not the kids. Not Consensu- the kids. Not, not consensually the kids. and yes. legally. Yes. Clarify that. Just to clarify. Different kind of fuck. <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. I didn't know anything about that. That is spectacular. Yeah. It was the slow news. I didn't think slow news days existed in the COVID landscape, actually. Yep. And for any budding news reporters out there, if you ever break a story and it comes out that this is actually, you know, not the case. Don't fucking double down on it because you look like more of a fucking tool afterwards. Just uh, you know, apply to work for the Village Magazine. They'll hire you. Hmm. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> you watch the Toy Show, boys. What do you think? Best Toy Show in years. Yeah. Very little toys, but still best Toy Show in years. <laughs> All of the emotion. Yeah. My God, there was, I'm not going to, not even ashamed to cry. I welled up at least three times watching that. Hmm. Totes fucking emotion. Yeah, like they raised 5.2 million for charities throughout the show. They they announced like an hour into the show, they said, we're having this charity now. Uh, Go here to to donate. By the end of the show, they raised over $5 million. Or euro. Euro, Euro, Nicholas. Jesus. We're already saying it's 5.9 million they're on now. That's insane. Like, within the space yeah. of, what, an hour and a half to two hours, raising over five million euro is just fucking bonkers. Yep. That should pay the RTE presenters nicely. Well, sure, they all got fined for breaking the COVID rules. Uh, I'm sure they can survive. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, um, all I saw was um, an image going around to something about Maradona and all the... Um, the whole floor was covered in white dust. <laughs> there was a lot of powder around the place at one point early on. I was like, yeah. It's uh, shaking back. It's shaking back. Jesus. Uh, the highlight of them everywhere. Yeah. Highlights of the show was Ryan Turbury saying fuck. Um, what? <laughs> he, 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 he opened a, a thing of Fanta and it fizzed. He went, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, Polly Protestant uh, was a debut of a puppet. It, it was supposed to say Polly President, but it was misheard as Polly Protestant by Ryan. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then there was obviously the emotional stuff. So there was uh, a child from Galway that lost her, that had to get her leg, leg amputated. Oh, that's the one that Gordo took the piss out of, yeah. Yeah, Gordo took the piss out of, yeah. Uh, called her a future Karen, I believe it was. You said Gordo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you can't even talk about it. <laughs> Too outraged. You like, can't even defend it. Like don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, um, that was yeah, I was so <laughs> burst out laughing when he texted that last night. It's like you can see that she's going to be a sick kid. Unfortunately, <laughs> why did you say that? What are you talking about? You <laughs> sounded like proper twelve there. Proper <laughs> twelve. Uh, but yeah, that 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 was quite emotional. That bit. Um, that, that's where the then the the 
charity thing came from was from that. Uh, there was also a kid later on in a wheelchair um, who has uh, brittle bones and he wants to just like be the countdown guy for spacemen and he was the most adorable kid in the world ever. And like since that, like there's a load of people after reaching out to him from NASA and whatnot and yeah, just wow it's great we had the virtual on, hug the hug. came on with a virtual hug for ryan you know, the car right now would be a hug it's like oh my god stop breaking my heart <laughs> um yeah there was there's some other just great moments as well and it? it was it was just overall probably one of the best high shows they've had the, in years the kid tried to sing Dermot kennedy and then he appeared and yeah. everyone's like your man's trying to still sing and he just nearly shitting himself it, it was hilarious but really good performance as well a lot mm. of fun great show mm. It was weirdly enough, there was outrage from some people over the fact that there weren't many toys on it. And like, people are clearly not seeing the point of this show. Yeah, this show was not about the toys, despite the name of the show. This show, yeah. this was about getting the country back together. And you don't want to go too much into expensive toys when people, a lot of people around yeah. the country, can't afford yeah. expensive toys this year. It's like, here, here's a 600 quid fucking PS5. You know, you're yeah. not going to get one of these this year because your father lost his job. You're not yeah. going to have shit like that, you know? It's. Yeah, they done the right way. It was really well done. It was a like how many people across the country lost their jobs earlier this year and haven't found anything since. Yeah, yeah. And then they mm-hmm. might have got a job in a pub to tie things over, and the pubs have been closed. You know, so there's like, what do you do? Yeah, nah, they've they done it the right way. I think they've done it the right way, and they focus on the important things. So there's a NASA kid in the chat now. Yeah. For anyone, anyone outside of Ireland, it's this is going to make absolutely no sense. But yes, we have a toy show every year. Yes, it's this is the normally the show is a talk show, serious talk show. They have like politicians, they have actors, whatever on it. One night a year, it turns into madness where they invite kids on to display toys and it's live. So it's always a disaster, but it's all it's been a a rite of passage. It's it's a rite of passage for every Irish person, and it's on the RTE player, which is terrible. But you might be able to get it to play if you want to check it out. Apparently, it was on Uh, Twitch last night as well. Hmm. Because uh, Kira was trying to watch it, um, and she couldn't get it to come up on her laptop. And I found like her old Chromebook. We got it to work eventually, but our TE player seemed to have shit the bed last night altogether. Oh, always does. It's yeah. terrible. Try it's watching really live sport bad. on it. Oh, it's really, really bad. I can't you, believe they're offering that as a service. It's you know one way to terrible. fix it. No one way to fix it. Pay your fucking TV license, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord. Um, so you're saying the toy show is better than Survivor Series? Oh god, yeah. That's not fucking saying much. It was, it was better than Survivor Series before it even started. Watching a, watching a colonoscopy was better than Survivor Series. Getting yeah, a colonoscopy would probably be better than fucking Survivor Series. Rory brought that up. You can't watch live TV on their TV app on the RTE player because Kira was trying to watch it on my TV in here, and like it was like an old version of the Toy Show or something came on. I was like, "Are you sure that's it?" And then, sure enough, well, firstly, it didn't even load, and secondly, we're like, "Huh, you can't watch live TV on the RTE app." Yep. That's incredible. It's RTE for you. Why can't you do that? Why can't you do that? They're living in 2005. Oh, that's so weird. So yeah. fucking weird. Real, um, stop posting clips like oh, that. Fucking yeah. Hard. The, the other bit with the guy, the, the, the kid in the wheelchair is like, you know, they, they often, if there's a, like a kid, they bring on a celebrity to surprise him. They surprised mm. him with the porter from his hospital and he was so delighted to see him. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I must watch that. Good Lord. I'm pretty sure even you would be hit right in the fields with it. And you're um, a cold, dead man. Oh, I'm cold and dead and black-hearted. There's, there's a picture of him with his hug. Ah, stop. That's yeah. madness. My God. Like, for example, Kira went out and bought a Christmas tree today, and now I have to try and convince her to not put it up because it's November. 
Oh, we put ours up last night. It's not decorated yet, but the tree is up. Mm. We put ours up yesterday and we had it ready around about an hour before the show. Yep. My God. I haven't had a Christmas tree in the house for years. Like I lived in, you know, my house down in Foster Court. We never had a Christmas tree there and I lived there for 10 years or something. That's because one of your housemates would have come in and fucking pissed on it at four (laughs) o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. You might have moved out of that house, but we're still going to fucking bring up that idiot every couple of months. Good. I, I don't think like having lights on would have been a good idea around these people. Or like someone's <laughs> going to forget to turn off the lights at night and then we're all going to die in our sleep from smoke inhalation. <laughs> uh, like we, we put up a tree once uh, in when we were in student accommodation and that tree ended up getting fucked out the window. So yeah, you need to be careful around other people when you're putting up a tree. Mm. Whereas yeah. we went, uh, when we were in college, we drove out to the countryside and borrowed a tree. Oh, I see. And while we were driving back into the city, we were stopped by Angardi, Angardi, uh, the cops, and were quizzed for about 10 minutes on where did we get the tree. Um, that was a very fun evening. <laughs> like, well, what chainsaw? I don't think that thing. The murderer was on the toy show too. The future murderer. Oh, the leprechaun <laughs> told him to burn things. <laughs> there was one kid who was definitely going to be a murderer in the future. You said oh, an axe. You said an axe would have an actual axe. What? <laughs> they were showing outdoor toys, tents, all these sort of things. But yeah, he's definitely going to be a serial killer. Now you can go playing. The, oh my god! Why did I not think of the millhouse playing in the backyard and him sitting out in the tent when the parents are riding? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> it's not too late. Do it now. Uh, Speaking of uh, Christmas disasters and outdoor toys, Fitz, you'll know the person I'm talking about. Outdoor toys. My old boss. Uh, they had a Christmas tree up and it somehow caught on fire and they couldn't get it out or they couldn't, whatever it was, whatever they could do, they couldn't quench the fire. So it was going to catch on to the curtains and everything else in the living room. So he had to pick up a burning Christmas tree and throw it out the window with his bare hands. <laughs> PR. Uh, yes. And he couldn't work all Christmas. Jesus. And his hands were in bits. It was horrible. Like he oh, had these, t- oh man, it was awful. I remember being like, I cannot believe someone. Because, I mean, you have to kick in. Your instincts kick in and your kids are around you, whatever. Like, holy shit. I can't imagine the pain someone would have been in doing that. Crazy shit. Ash, I don't know. I don't know, pal. I don't know. A Survivor Series is totally shit. Oh, boy. I'm looking forward to Fitz's rant. I think, for me, like, the match quality was grand. There was no investment because nothing meant anything. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what it was the main thing for me. Yeah, in ring there was no issue with it. It's just yeah. it couldn't care less. There was just nothing on it. But that's a part of my annoyance in that is that this is one of the big four pay-per-views traditionally. I know in more recent years it hasn't been, but it should make sense. It should matter. It should be relevant. And the fact that it turned out that horseshit makes me even mad at myself for fucking staying up till stupid o'clock in the morning to watch it. Yeah. I have a fun story for you. <clears throat> kind of survivor series and i can i can play it off like that i was so offended this is what happened but i think around the women's match i was going to bed i think it was around then uh so it would have been about half one two o'clock i think and i felt really sick out of nowhere i don't know what had happened and i puked everywhere i mean everywhere in the house and I, it's uh not to get too graphic with it but it was pretty bad and i'm just going to call that now, this came out of nowhere. I don't think I had any dodgy food. I blah, blah, blah. But I ended up having to take a sick day on the Monday. And it was the first sick day I've taken since I was 19. True story. Ouch. Oh, yeah. Jesus. I took two sick days last week. 
motherfucker. <laughs> I I just I don't I don't often get sick and I usually just go ahead with it anyway. But this was the sickest I'd been in a long time. And then it was like and then it was gone. Like immediately, Monday night I was grand again. Are, are you pregnant? So, no, no, I checked. But um okay. <laughs> you're like, no, I got my period, it's all good. But, um, <laughs> yeah it was just like i didn't I meant to say that to you and i i was thinking about it then monday i just played call of duty all day which wasn't the greatest idea considering you're looking at a spinning screen all the time but, yeah um look i had my fun and that's all that matters you know but yeah it's mental but, though although i can i can see why you didn't take sick days for a certain amount of time during that mm-hmm. period yeah it wasn't really um allowed some might say <laughs> or it just well, the worst part is questions you'd have to answer well, that and the fact, you know, your work still has to be de- done when you get back. It's not like, okay, Steve's not there. Well, someone else will do his work. That doesn't happen. Yeah, I wish it did, but it doesn't. Or it didn't, I should say. Unless it was like, you know, <laughs> well, what, the way we worked was a bit like how Vince McMahon deals with SmackDown. Everything was left the last minute, despite despite uh, protestations about it. But anyway, we'll move on. The Undertaker send off. Kill it with all the fire you can find. It it would have been grand if it was in front of a live crowd. It just felt so forced because all the the piped in thank you taker chants oh. and stuff. Like if they were if that, the exact same thing happened, but it was a live crowd doing those chants, it would have been fine. Would have hated it. It still went on too long, but still, it would what have been happened? fine. Like I, I I know I know everyone can have a different opinion. I'm not going to tell anyone they're wrong. I'm just personally, uh, firstly, twenty legends came out. <laughs> legend is is you know a complimentary term for some of them his friends his friends that's more accurate they obviously you played a rib on Midian alone I was gonna say you leave Midian alone. alone we fucking pop we popped for Midian here so come on <laughs> they clearly played a rib on Kane making him come out in his gear uh, but that that segment alone for all them coming out was what twenty minutes in its own right with no context of who these people were why they're relevant to the Undertaker. <laughs> And then you're like, oh, okay, well, at least they're going to be here and we're going to get Taker to interact with these people. And then they play the, the video package or Taker. We've seen three times this week. Exactly. Oh, and then we see Vince McMahon in the ring. You're off. okay, well, where's everyone else gone? Why is Vince here? And then he stutters through nonsensical gibberish again, which Vince only he can do because he's at the moment. Vince he is, is 94 years age. My God, he is not. He, the son, he's got a throat issue. I think he's got a serious problem because the last time he was out as well all he does he keeps swallowing very heavily and he can't speak there's something wrong yeah i definitely would agree with you yeah and then we get the 25 minute taker entrance which is you know fine that's you you take that anyway because it's always kind of class to see that but then he only says like what 20 words or something ridiculously short and okay that's it that's the end of the show i know they're probably saving his more season speech for when there will be fans or when there will be a Hall of Fame ceremony or whatever for him but don't book the match if you can't get the <laughs> result you know this is just classic WWE thinking oh yeah let's do something big here and not think out the process what will happen and what people will experience but to just think oh there's an idea let's do that yeah. they clearly didn't want Vince around people that haven't been in their kind of immediate circle you know like the Godfather and Godwins and all those lads because they all had to clear the ring and Vince had the ring to himself. But why didn't they put them behind the barricade on the hard cam? Yeah, it's just what you have them there and around because clapping, making some sort of noise button. that isn't just fucking typed in audio. Yeah, the tinny fucking level uh, noise. Or just had, don't have Vince out there. Have him on the stage or something. They had mm. to have three coffins in the crowd. That's why. Mm. There were three coffins in the crowd behind them. 
Good lord. I that hate it so much. Just for context, I love the, the, Vince the Paul Bearer thing was great though. I really, really thought that was cool. Like yeah. I, I like I did like the the, the Paul Bearer part. Uh, like Vince isn't gonna ever die though. Like yeah, his, mo- his mother is a hundred. Is yeah. still alive. But did she do a whole lot of candy with the boys in the eighties and nineties? So what you're saying is Vince is indestructible. Yes, indestructible. But like just for context on Vince, if and obviously saying how rough he's looking. He is three years younger than Joe Biden. <laughs> Why do they keep voting in these incredibly old men over there? Or, or how are they getting that far? I don't know. But... Um, Paul Bearer was great. Hmm, how I would, how would you have cool. booked it? Because I, I have wouldn't. my ideas. I, I would have booked it by it ending at WrestleMania against Roman Reigns and leaving it there. <laughs> so you would have used a time machine. Uh, yes. <laughs> that would go that was perfect. That was the that yeah. was the perfect end of the Undertaker there, but yeah. You've seen the documentary. And like not even not to be a dicker, and like I, I was there and I was experiencing it. I was at the end of a seven and a half hour pay-per-view. And literally you could feel the emotion in the stadium for it. It was the same night that the Hardys came back and the pop and the eruption for that. This was like a polar opposite experience and feeling. And it was just like Nick said, it was perfect. It should have just ended there. And even watching Taker on like Steve Austin's documentary, he still hasn't accepted that this is the end. Oh, no, not all. Still feel 25. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite sad. He is the punch drunk fighter who doesn't know how to give it up. Yeah, it is. It's sad. Like the Roman thing was the perfect way to go. But apparently on one of the documentaries, I haven't seen any of them yet. The Taker documentaries that all came out. The Brothers of Destruction one, I think it was. Kane and Undertaker both said that they talked about the streak. Mm-hmm. And they said that now they've totally since since Vince came up with the whole bullshit about no one wants to give back to the business more than Mark Calloway. It was Vince's decision on the day. Yeah. It wasn't planned out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Undertaker has said that himself. But apparently Kane and Undertaker were both a little annoyed annoyed at it because it shouldn't have been Brock. It should have been Roman, is what they both said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like in the the new interview with Austin as well Taker said the same yeah. he said he's like he felt it should have been Roman rather than Brock Brock didn't need it but I, I felt it. it should have been Orton back in the oh I remember thinking years ago yeah I thought that was a good time to do it as well I don't think they ever should have done it but if there was ever one Orton at the time was a really good one that would have been perfect for that storyline but... and it would have ended up with the RKO counter to Chokeslam still yeah. one of my favourite spots to this day yeah he didn't wear grey gloves. I was expecting him to come out with the grey gloves or some sort of a throwback rather than old man dead. Nah, fight gloves. The fight gloves. Because he's an MMA guy now. Yeah. That's not an MMA guy now. Um, last night I watched Undertaker Yokozuna from 1994, the Royal Rumble. I, I guess, oh, love that. Just one of my favourite matches of all time. It like In terms of the action in the ring, there's not a whole lot to write about, but it's, it's, a, it's very fun. How many people come to the ring that match? Ten, I think. I think oh, it was yeah. ten overall. And and yeah, all wheeled the big coffin back up the ramp. Yeah. How about that as the ending? Hear me out. Kane is <laughs> in his full gear. Kane finally takes his revenge for Undertaker burning him and his family all those years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he chokeslams the Taker in the ring. The other guys try to get at him. They can't. And then he wheels in a big coffin. And he wheels the Undertaker off. And then you do exactly what happened with the coffin on the ramp in 1994. <laughs> Except he says he will rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> For real this time. Same graphics, everything. Everything. But like they could have done something with an urn. There was nothing with an urn. I couldn't believe that. 
they could have had the thing like they did with the smoke. Imagine, remember how cool that looked with the smoke coming out of the air in '94. Imagine what you could do now in the Thunderdome. You know, you could do so much mad shit. They're just so lazy. It's so lazy. I couldn't believe they did nothing with an urn. I just was shocking. It was it's just completely lazy is the best way to put it. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, watch that match back. It's great. Cornet, Mr. Fuji and Paul Bear are all at ringside. And then 10 lads come out and beat the shit out of The Undertaker. And I remember being offended by it as a kid. I was like, why isn't anyone up from The Undertaker? What the fuck? But it was such a great way to, like, he was a, he just made him such a badass. Like, he, do you remember he, back then he wouldn't sell anything? He'd just lay dead. Yeah. So, like, the head shrinkers are doing their fucking frog splashes off the top and he just didn't, didn't move. Someone did a headbutt, bam, bam, I think. Did the flying headbutt and Taker's body didn't even move. It's just awesome. Good times. He had the best gig, like, you know, excluding character work and all that and, you know, what he had to do. And his job was so easy because he didn't have to sell. He was just like literally lie there, look deadpan, doesn't have to do any promo work, doesn't have to literally all he has to do is just like the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. And it was the best thing about the show. Yep. The power was in the urn as well. That was the whole thing. And they could have done something with the urn. Rian, you saying sounds very WCW. Have you not seen this match? I know you're a youth, but you need to watch that. Watch that, is, yeah. that whole pay-per-view, just watch it. Yeah, it's really good. Um, that, was the, that, was my first, that was my first WWF pay-per-view that I ever watched. It was okay. probably my oh, first wow. introduction to wrestling was 1994 Rumble. Wow. He's saying he hasn't gotten around to it. Watch that tonight, Rian. Open, to, open a couple of cans and watch that pay-per-view. This Rian, is your home match. Rumble's coming up soon. You need to rewatch all the Rumbles. That's yeah. the real. And then you have to count how many people are still alive in each Rumble. Yeah. The death, the yeah. death, death count. There's a big death count in that match alone. The Deadpool. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. 92 Rumble, yes. Definitely, but that's probably the best Rumble. Uh, I'd still say 2001, but, you know. That's, oh, that's yeah. Just either, either one, yeah. The star power yeah. in both of those matches is absolutely insane when you think about it. But, um, yeah. Lazy. Lazy, lazy, lazy. That's all I'd say. Can't believe the urn thing was just like offensive to me. It was like, well, how do you not use the urn? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, if they're having Paul Bear having it on the hologram, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Ah, they could have done something. Do you know? I don't know. You know, they could have sat down for more than three minutes and thought about it. I think because it was clear they spent more time booking travel than actually booking the segment. Mm-hmm. And Kane was the only one who was being socially distant. I remember Shane McMahon tried to call him over. He was like, nope, nope. I can't be seen on TV not being socially distant. I'm the mayor of Knox <laughs> County. I'll have you know. But he was wearing his mask, so it might not be. Bit of a mask on, yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new cancelled emoji. Uh, there we go. Um, the Undertaker cameos is the greatest day in the history of our sport. All elite Scooby Doo. <laughs> Hello, Granny. So oh, it's amazing. Some of them were like 40 seconds long, and people were paying a thousand dollars for these things. Just uh, <laughs> you finally got married, you did the right thing. What the fuck? Next year, your days as a single man will rest in <laughs> peace. Uh, I wonder what his cut of those were. Oh, I'd say it was high, like for it an hour's enough. work, basically. Yeah, it wasn't enough. Yeah, uh, if they were charging people one thousand dollars for that cameo, he should have been getting paid ten thousand per cameo. <laughs> <laughs> you leave all elite Scooby Doo alone, okay? He spent his money wisely. 
You've done the right thing. Yeah, I, there is an intro in there somewhere. I just get some uh, Scooby Doo sound effects and Undertaker talking about all the late Scooby Doo and then uh, create magic. Roll, roll. Um, yeah, it's just you know if if the genie wasn't already out of the bottle, this one has really kicked the genie out. <laughs> talking to all elite Scooby Doo, some lad's Twitter handle, which he seems to associate with his identity. I don't know what to call you, so I'm going to call you that. <laughs> That's how you want me to address you. He's thinking, oh man, Vince is going to kill me for this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we should have spent $1,000 for him to say like awful yeah. things about Rian or something. <laughs> we should, should have, yeah, we should have got chipped together $1,000, plugged the podcast. <laughs> I bet you there was rules. I bet you you couldn't do I'd that. I'd say so, yeah. Because Brian Alvarez bought one. That was the the main thing. That that's what the granny thing was about. Um, so I doubt he plugged like wrestling yeah. observer ready or whatever. But yeah, Jordan, anyway. you're a ghost. You're a very good ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, I'm thankful that you can rest in peace. We could have got Undertaker to do a welcome thing to add to Deliverance as welcome package. <laughs> Here are your four cancel tokens. <laughs> and uh, your Gordo gravy chip emote. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, anything else happened this week news-wise? Don't remember. Oh, can't think about us now, no. No. Just on Survivor Series, I don't know if we touched on it because I got distracted for a minute. Betty Chaz, did we talk about what would we do to change? Like, is there a way of saving it now? Steaks. Steaks, yeah. Very but, easily but, fixed. But creative, they, don't, creative don't know how to book steaks. Apparently they do because they booked them on Raw. Yeah. That's the fucking thing. That was the thing. Like, I, I appreciated that on Raw where they had a night of literally no steaks. You could not, you could have just skipped Survivor Series and you missed nothing. And then the next night, all these matches mattered with the tournament thing either done. Clearly, they listened this time. They were like, yeah, we kind of fucked up. So I'm hoping next year... Like, it's so easy to do. Draft picks. You can play it into your own storylines. Royal Rumble positions. Uh, Even just literally what they did on Raw. If, you're, if, you, are, if you win your match and you're, so, so, uh, you're the survivors on your team, you will get be in contention. You face off against each other for a title shot. Yeah. Boom. You could Stakes. have even ended the show that night. They did it before in the 90s. Um, 93 or 94 or something. They had the, the, all the survivors from the night face off in a match at the very end. But you could have made that a number one contenders match. So everyone who survived throughout the night goes into a number one contenders match in the main event. Yep. Simple and as it, that. It sets you up then. It's the next program. It's, yeah. it's easy because traditionally uh, one of the big four is the end of a program. Mm. Or, you know, it, it can be at least. So you need something to start fresh and it's a, it's a launching point for someone. But... Mm -hmm. um. Is a, the, big part, is a big part of the problem though not also having it a month after the draft do they oh, need to move, do they need to move the draft have the draft back in like June again yeah like last year I didn't mind too much because obviously they were they were stuck with having the draft at that point but having it at the same time this year when they knew Survivor Series where they're going to do the same thing and not even include NXT this year just it made no sense at all overall it was just this pay-per-view meant nothing oh yeah they do the draft there for the the fall lineup you know the new TV shows yeah. for the year and it's a, it's a ratings ploy but it should be but also it's another kind of thing and the, the stark difference between, you know, a pay-per-view that's on the network versus a TV show, which they're getting lots and lots of money for. So they, in their philosophy, they're putting their best content 
and you know thankfully this is a podcast and you can't see me putting up the air quotes best content <laughs> on tv where they're generating more most of their income rather than traditionally they would put their best content on pay-per-views which would have been their main revenue source back in the day mm-hmm. so they still haven't developed their philosophy from okay well a good pay-per-view is coming from good tv Whereas they're thinking, okay, a pay-per-view is a throwaway event. It doesn't mean anything. Let's just keep our best content for TV right now. Yeah, it's true. I I like the fact that it's, in some ways, the way it's flipped, I've enjoyed it because this pay-per-views, you tend to have great wrestling on it rather than shitty fucking promos all night. But I don't know. It's weird. It's very easy to do both. It very, <laughs> very, it, I mean, imagine, imagine that. Just but, have less pay-per-views and make them mean something. Yeah. Or like... Yeah, just have there's so many programs where nothing is on the line, and I get this part of the wrestling. Part of wrestling, there's nothing you can do about that. But like a Royal Rumble place has to be the easiest thing they could do. The winners of the match face off at the end of the night for a spot at, and they're number thirty in the Rumble, something like that. But then they'd have to book fucking two months ahead of time, and they're not able to do yeah. that. So, like we, we mentioned it during the week, I guarantee you they have no idea who's won in the Rumble yet. No, not a chance. No, I, I. I'd say they probably know the women's one, but not the Lana. Yeah. Now you're shaking, honey. Lana's winning it because numbers the last two people are going to eliminate themselves as the countdown hits and her music is going to hit at number 30. And she walks out and wins instantly by rolling into the ring. And that's exactly how they're going to do it. It's I tell you, it's going to happen. Do an old Drew Carey on it, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know, and I talk. To, I know it would be horrible, and that's exactly why they're going to do it. You're like nobody's because, debating that this is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm a hundred percent in the idea of that's a terrible idea. But I've often thought, what if they do it that way? And there is no better time for them to do it than to have it be with Lana, where there's no crowd to shit on it, because <laughs> yeah. they can control the narrative. They can laugh and have laughs and cheers piped into the arena, so it makes no fucking difference. They can do weird shit like that. And talks there to cut the comment, Gorda, that would be terrible. Let's do it. It's very much like the Rick and Marty meme. You son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Lana wins that. I, I personally I'd have Ripley win it. Oh yes, I'm here. Um and I think for the men's one, I'm still thinking Big E. That would be good. Mm. Although outside bet Kevin Owens. What Kevin Owens just seems completely cold at the moment. They don't know what to do with him. He was amazing on NXT this week. Yeah, and I think part of getting them on NXT is just getting them back in the air and starting reminding everyone, "Hey, this guy exists. This guy's a this guy's a big deal, and this is all the different stuff he's great yeah. at." Did you see SmackDown Vince or Steve? I saw the Jey Uso and Kevin Owens thing. I looked up I the have... results and I went, "What interests me?" And I went, "Right, Roman Reigns, Jey Uso, and Kevin Owens sounds good." I have yeah, forgotten they're building, to see they're any of to, to Owens getting a title match, so he's he's now relevant again. Ah, great. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean just in general like he's not going to be he's not going to beat Roman he's no, just no, going to be one of the line of people that gets us to the rock versus Roman Reigns at Wrestlemania but I don't know that could be a good one maybe maybe Owens is a person that needs it is kind of where I'm going with that but anyway um, Wednesday Night Wars Powerhouse Hobbs discuss mm, they still use his first name intermittently so I'd, mm. if they just changed him to Hobbs or powerhouse then i'd have hated it more i wouldn't mind Hobbs. Hobbs is a fine it the pa- i don't yeah. like i just don't like powerhouse as yeah, a silly. as a name it's you know 
it's fine. I wouldn't be a big fan, but I don't hate it because they didn't one name him. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. If he goes to Vince McMahon, he'll just be called Powerhouse now. They'll have to get rid of his last name. Yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. They've changed that a little bit, haven't they, recently? With Riddle, whoever he may be. But that might be down to uh, the Google search al- algorithms that they need to <laughs> clean up. Anyway. Um, Riddle and Rollins. We forgot to touch that as well. Oh, yeah. It's a virus race. Oh, yes. Rollins has said that he won't work with Matt Riddle. So that might have been why he wanted to get out of there quick. But did you notice when Riddle is getting worked over in the corner, Rollins wouldn't even look at him? Yeah. He stared straight ahead, wouldn't look at him. Very strange. And He's I see a very Rollins sad man. Now. Rollins won't be back to the... Oh, he's going to win the Rumble, isn't he? Oh, no. Because Rollins no, won't be back to the Rumble. No, he's going to come back all happy that he's... Uh, all happy that he's a new father and he's going to encourage Murphy and Aaliyah to have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> For the greater good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't ever want to see Rollins as a champion again unless he takes like a year away or something. You know, he's... Yeah, not good. It, you it's... The thing is, he is good. Oh, he is. Yeah, sorry. That's, the, that problem. Was a bad That's the problem, though. He, but no, but that is the problem. He is good, but due to overexposure, people are forgetting what he is able of able yeah. to do on his day. So he needs, like as you said, a year off would do yeah. wonders for his or career. Just get him the fuck away from this Mysterio feud for a while. Yeah. That would help. Yeah. I Don't think worry. He, I they've spiced it up. They've spiced it up. They've subbed in Corbin into yeah. the Mysterio story oh, now. That's... <laughs> If you didn't like the Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio storyline, you're going to love Baron Corbin and Rey Mysterio. Out of the frying pan and into the fire. 100%. And and the Mysterios are now using heel tactics by cheating to win. Yeah. Like, like, what are you doing? If we were going to sub in someone instead of Rollins, could we not have picked someone else who looked like they're dressing Hot Topic and put in Aleister Black? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen... Well, then again, you know, his face. I was thinking of Jeff Hardy. He's gone to Raw, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, there's a lot of other people that, that are, aren't doing a whole lot that you could have done this with, but fucking Corbin, good lord. And apparently, I saw that clip as well, you know, they, they cheated to win, whatever, and Corbin said he's going to be ready for next week. So Forgotten Sons. Yeah, I, I Forgotten think Sons. The, the two not cancelled Forgotten Sons. All right. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel bad for those guys, actually. I do, because actually, it's a solid tag team as well, like. Yeah. Oh, we we can talk about the tag team thing later on, but AEW. Well, speaking of tag team, three tag team matches. How did you feel, Steve? Hey, we're back to mediocrity. Way <laughs> pointless tag matches. Miro. Miro. He was, the, he was there. Miro. Good Lord. I never thought I'd say this, but I think he was better off jumping out of cakes in WWE. <laughs> like, what are they doing with this guy? Just tack Kip Sabian and get it over with. I think they, they have to, to wait till the wedding. Whatever they do to his wedding, that's happening. But you know, I hope it's I hope it's worth it by the end. It's like the vicious beatdown or something, like something shocking. But at the moment, I'm not enjoying this Miro thing at all. No, no he's tre- he's treading water. Um, yeah. But the problem is, is that you you're bringing someone in like Miro. He he has the kind of the fan reputation that people want him to be. You know to be the top guy or be at the top table at least because everyone saw that potential for him when he was in the WWE but the problem is that AEW have traditionally and I say traditionally because they're only a fucking year old but historically even within the last year they've booked their top table very small 
So it's the champion and maybe one or two kind of programs around him for the year. So they don't really have a lot of moving parts in the top program. So the option was either to keep him off TV and not have not build on some sort of reputation or uh, momentum for him or throw him into the mix straight away and have him lose straight away. So it's not enjoyable, but I can see what they're trying to do. And hopefully that when the championship match gets decided next week, we might get to see him involved fairly quickly then. Yeah. That'd be cool. Kenny Omega Miro could have been fun, but yeah, they'll need to need to maybe move on this Kip Sabian thing pretty quick. And then we have to wait for the next pay-per-view to get the Miro and Kip Sabian match, unless they do another pay-per-view style show. On Dynamite, I'd say they probably will. Yeah, fill the gap. Yeah. <clears throat> I wouldn't mind, but I actually really enjoy Kip Sabian's work. He's quite good in the ring. There you go. Um, John Silver is getting TV time. He is, and he's doing well with it. Mm. He got Election himself over it. on Being the Elite, and he's he's you know he's fucking hilarious on Being the Elite. To be fair, yeah. it's yeah. quite enjoyable. You know, being a fan of a wrestling company that you know rewards people who get themselves over. No, you got to bury them. You gotta put them in a wheelchair <laughs> and throw them off the fucking stage. We'll roll up the car, throw off a bridge. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what we're traditionally used to. Yeah, uh, I would. I, I like to see what they're doing with the whole John Silver Anna J thing. I think that's bubbling up to be something quite funny as well. Hmm. Also, side note: BT Anna J beating the shit out of uh, Stu Grayson every week. Fucking it's hilarious. Good, yeah. <laughs> hey Anna, bang! Hi Anna. <laughs> Gordon, have you watched BT lately? I'm about three, four weeks behind on it. Oh, it's very good lately. It's appointment appointment viewing on a Monday evening. They did a one-chip challenge for the BTE title this week. Um, Trent, they couldn't decide. Everyone was dying. I was in pain. Nobody drank any milk. No, Ricky Starks, money. Absolutely. Just even looking at the guy around normal people, he just does something about him. He just sticks out like a sore thumb. Mm. He's amazing. He has a great interview it up with Chris Van Vliet this week. Actually, it's well worth checking out. I almost watched that, actually. So it was Trent um, Panda somebody. I don't know who he was. Luchasaurus, John Silver. Uh, or Luchasaurus. Uh, I just talked about him. Ricky Starks and Baby. And Solo. My friend, yeah. Aaron Solo, yeah. Nobody gave up. There was people having to take their clothes off because they were getting so hot from the chip. And it ended up being like, okay, well, somebody has to win. So Trent ate a second one. And the show ends with Trent puking. In the fucking bathroom. <laughs> Very good. So if you want to watch, I think there's a video online of Mish from Wrestling Soup and there's a DT doing this challenge remotely yeah. as well about two or three months ago. And you could see DT was in a lot of uh, pain. Yeah. Mish was like, yeah, this is grand. Yeah, I'll, two of them. It was, it was yeah. grand. I was like, I would have been dead from one bite of one of those chips. I can't yeah. handle spicy food, but I, I, they, I, I played a, a kid's uh, I'm a celebrity board game one year, Christmas, with like Lisa's niece. Uh, there's like these little chili peppers in it and oh my god like I, this is the kids game like if you look at the reviews for this game on like Amazon all the comments are the chilies the fucking chilies why are the chilies in this game <laughs> but uh, my mic was on fire, fire for hours after it like so yeah I wouldn't have a chance with those lips yeah no it's like they were crying like there were literally there was tears in their eyes Aaron Solo was about to die I was like just please tap out have a drink of milk or water or something <laughs> like yeah um. Anyway, yeah, Hangman Page beat him. There's a segue. <laughs> we bring it all back around, and the whole thing was that the Dark Order are trying to um recruit Hangman Page. Compelling argument they had. Mm. 
I love Evil Uno. I am a big fan of Evil Uno. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, yeah, they've rehabbed the Dark Order. Where is Brody Lee? Is he injured or something? He Probably. is injured in real life, but uh, kayfabe-wise, he's been off TV since he lost to Cody, so they're selling it that way. Okay. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs then has a squash match. Uh, you know, whatever. It's a squash match. Yeah, Lee Johnson. He's a, He's going to be a star in a couple of years, I think. But he's one of the new guys they signed. After this, we then had the promo, though, from uh, Taz. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I like this. Oh, Fitz. This is the best part good. of the fucking show. Yeah, it was probably one of my favorite parts of the show I as well. I don't know if I liked it. So they had the thing where Taz comes out and he's upset that the FTW title isn't recognized. He wants to speak to someone in management. Cody comes out with the headset. And it does a weird thing where it's like how much of the fourth wall is left after something like that. It was a weird exactly. kind of exactly. That's uh, where I was coming from. But then they have the situation where you know he's like Cody's like whatever he said to him. Uh, they're they're basically going back and forth, and then he mentions that Cody is training his kid, and his kid didn't go to Taz for training, which was quite the moment. And Taz is like, "You fucked up. You you shouldn't have said that. You went too far. You crossed the line." Cody turns to the camera and he gives him the whole take it home symbol or signal which is ironic (laughs) (laughs) OTT fans will use that gif and I never thought of that that's genius (laughs) and uh, Taz mission Taz gets physical and chokes out Cody opt the fuck for Mm. the Taz mission yeah that was it was very cool like but what I suppose Fitz you you didn't enjoy it so what kind of I I didn't hate it I don't know it's I know this, that some of the best wrestling sh- stuff we've seen ever has been when they blur the lines between reality and kayfabe. And, you know, doing that well is better than most things that we'd see in TV. I don't know. I just didn't like the fact that Cody was the guy that was coming out being kind of the authority figure. Mm. We all know it because, you know, he's referenced being an EVP before on screen and off screen. Uh, I didn't like the fact that it brought Taz's son into it. It felt very, you know, Rey Mysterio Dominic to me as well. Mm. I didn't <sighs> understand Taz's son being there ringside going off with Taz after that. Yeah. That bit didn't add up. But other than that, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Supposedly, he's really, really good. He's been training for about a year and he's like impressing people. Apparently, they've been like training behind closed doors as well. Mm. That they're kind of limiting even who's seeing him. There you go. Like, it could be good. I, I don't know. I was kind of watching it late at night when I was working anyway, so maybe I just need to rewatch it and kind of appreciate it better. But I don't know. It, just, it missed for me when I watched it first. Didn't hate it, but it just didn't hit. Okay, Cornet. God. Um, <laughs> no, I don't, reckon don't, get me, don't get me started on Kenny Olivier. <laughs> Damn him and his jazz hands. Um yeah, the I can see both sides of it though, to be fair. I can see why people would hate it and people would love it. Um we didn't mention it on the air yet, but if you haven't seen it, even if you hate Cornette, watch the clip this week on YouTube of Cornette reviewing the Undertaker cameos. It's nine minutes of your life that you're going to really enjoy. I was in stitches watching it, so check yeah, it my, out. F- my face hurted. Yeah. <laughs> his name is Hook. Yeah, I forgot about that. His kid's name is Hook. I assume that's his gimmick name. I don't think that's his real name, is it? Red Hook, Brooklyn. I don't know. And then there wasn't a match after that. And then... 
TH2 thoughts. Yeah. Steve. They're they're awful. They're fucking terrible. Will you them. stop? Oh god, they're just they look your your, your hatred awful. is irrational. No, they're awful. I hate them. Do you know the um remember Jericho was talking about it in the early days where like he's talking about guys need to get serious now, get in better shape, ironically. And they need to get better, better gear and stuff because they're on TV. Those lads didn't listen. That's all I'm gonna say. There's a reason they're not on TV, because they look like trash. They look I like just trash. can't disagree with you any stronger. Just know you're good there. You can't disagree with me. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but they beat uh, Top Flight, and I was like, wow. I know Top Flight are young, but... Depending by shenanigans. In. Shenanigans, and then the start of the feud with the Young Bucks. So they're yeah. next, next up for a title shot, Steve. Hooray! <laughs> TH2 are going to be on pay-per-view. Way. Good Lord, get rid of them. Useless. But anyways. <laughs> so wrong. So, so wrong. Uh, just look at the state of them. Look at the fucking state of them. Just like, go away. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, another tag match. Chris Jericho and Jake Hager defeated SCU. And there was shenanigans with MJF and the Diamond Ring. Which he has to defend next week in a battle royal. Yeah, I'm yep. not clear on this. Is, is he in the battle royal or does the yes, winner face him? Okay. No, he's in the battle royale. Cool. Okay, so it's not a new diamond ring given to someone else. It's the same diamond ring being passed over, is it? I wasn't actually sure of that either. I just yeah. didn't really clarify, no. but I assume it is considering he's in it. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Because they said he has to defend the diamond ring is what he said. Ah, they said, okay, they okay. said when okay. they were plugging it, so. I'm always down for a battle royale, so. <gasps> yeah. Speaking of which, I watched a WWE pre-show. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I watched it after the fact. I didn't actually watch it live. I just watched the Battle <laughs> Royal because I like a Battle Royal. And then so, they had oh, Miz win Yeah, here I am watching a WWE pre-show. Yeah, and what did Miz win man. like for winning that paper or that Battle Royal? Man's Supremacy. Oh, well, that's good. He'll be happy that's, with that. That's the deciding vote in the who won the show because yeah. they, never, they never referenced it at all throughout the entire <laughs> night. But the main show was 3-3 to Raw and SmackDown and Miz was the buffer that won it in the pre-show. But, but the pre-show sure didn't count, count last year. Yeah. But they didn't have, they also they didn't have a scorecard up at any point and they never referenced yeah. to one. So yet again, it makes the Survivor Series even more pointless. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even tally up the scores. It was three all. Fantastic. So nobody got over. 50-50 booking. Hey. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of things that popped up on the screen, did you notice this week on Dynamite the the boxing style thing? Yeah. yeah. What corner colors are in? Yeah, the tru- you know, in the red trunks and the black trunks. It was great. Really, didn't really good touch. Yeah, it was yeah. a nice touch. We didn't discuss the bout to knock the other guy out that's on this oh, weekend. Oh, the bout to knock the other guy out tonight. No, you can't, though. You the, can't bout, the, bout, the bout to not to, knock to the not other guy out. Someone's going to get knocked out in that So fight. you can't knock someone out, but can you bite their ear off? It's totally legal. Yeah, because it's not going to count on the judge's scorecard because there's no judges either. <laughs> How do you win? <laughs> Um, because Nicky all you have to do is just go and bet that both people will have fun see everyone's a winner Nick because you know we get to see it the winner is the fans that's what it is so it's the winner is the friends we made along the way I even saw Joey Janela tweeting about it today he's like Mike Tyson is fighting tonight that's the tweet it's like Mike Tyson is a fight on pay-per-view tonight in 2020 what is going on who is he fighting Roy Jones Jr is it yeah yeah Oh, good Lord. And that fella fought on way too long as well. He was still holding titles like as of what, six, seven years ago? Maybe a bit yeah. longer than that, but he was fighting way too old. 
Um, yeah, I'm going to watch Mike Tyson on Bet for you tonight. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> it's just. And we have Jake Paul against the former NBA star. What? What is this pay per view? I don't is... know, but it's, yeah, yeah uh, Jake Paul against Nate Robinson, a two time or three time slam dunk contest winner. Good lord. Is this and if like Jake Paul wins? He gets KSI. Yeah, he gets to fight KSI if he wins. Didn't they? Fight, didn't they fight already? No, I'm it was so his brother. Was it? Was it? Was not Logan Paul? I don't know. I don't no, know. I'm fairly sure KSI fought Logan Paul. I'm fairly right. Yeah, yeah but it's Jake Paul, it's different, different shark. Oh, different Paul. Yeah. Okay. Is, yeah. is this is this show presented by Talking Chop or something? It's yeah. like a, a ball for a ball match would fit in perfectly <laughs> in the show. I forgot you're a boxing guy now. <laughs> you forgot how to work. Oh, hold on, buddy! You're hitting me a bit stiffsky there. <laughs> I tell you what, Sex Ferguson and Chad too bad and fit in perfectly on whatever the fuck this pay per view is. <laughs> um, but yeah, and that that leads to Jericho Kaz next week in the Winter Is Coming episode. Uh, and I have to mute my microphone for a second. Hold on. Uh, I'm trying to see what other what other fights are on this card tonight. Uh, there was a UFC fight as well. Our, tonight as well isn't there in Las Vegas but Derek Lewis aka my balls were hot his fight is off is it oh, yeah fuck. the other guy got the Rona ah for fuck's sake yeah uh, Derek Lewis like I've never seen him before I think that fight was probably his first one that I ever saw oh. and instantly like my favorite UFC fighter of all time ah, he's, the, man, the man's incredible why'd you take your shorts off my, my balls, balls were hot my balls were hot <laughs> I understand um <laughs> I'm fucking disgusted. I was actually, I was actually looking forward to that. I don't, I don't know what's on the undercard, and I'll probably watch it anyway. But ah, fuck it anyway. <laughs> oh, what an interview! I think who else was on this? Oh, How did Rogan keep a straight face? Smith on this card, actually, isn't he? Um, but then you had uh, Sheeta defeating. Oh, sorry, uh, Anna J, and they're still doing the thing with the whole. You know she's trying to she's trying to win it in a cheesy way, but Tay Conti doesn't want her to do that, and so on and so on. I enjoyed this match. I didn't have much hope for it because I I didn't think Anna Jay could carry a match for that distance. She can. She can go. Definitely a lot better than the last match they had against her, each other. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Joining the Dark Order has worked wonders for her. What the fuck is this card? Just looking at the card. I'm posting the card in the chat there. Frontline Championship. Brandon Cutler? What is this? Oh, Rashad Coulter. Words. Eight million fights. They're charging full price for this pay-per-view, by the way. Good Lord. Anyway. uh, Or whatever it is that you watch it on then, Steve, yeah? What'd you say? So this will be uh, watching it on uh, your reputable 100%. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to wait for someone to post me the VHS tape tomorrow. Yeah. Cool. yeah, sounds good. Uh, yeah, after the women's match, anyway, Abaddon did come out and mm-hmm. challenge Hikaru Shida basically ish by licking oh, her title in blood. Just like licking the belt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brad. Luckily, Paige is nowhere near this belt, so that's good. Cool. <laughs> hey. um, cool. Yeah, Abaddon's back. She, she looks scary as fuck. Good times. It's a shame she was injured for Halloween or whatever, but there we are. Then the Butcher and the, and the Blade won a wrestling match, amazingly, um, defeating uh, Pac against, and Ray Phoenix. Yeah, of all people, against fucking Pac. Mm. By shenanigans, though. By shenanigans, and it was fun. 
That's yeah. I wouldn't have it in the main event, to be honest, but... Nah. We did strange. also miss I'm... the uh, Moxley and Omega segment, the contract signing. Oh, yes, of course, yes. I was very sports entertained by that. Hmm. There was a lot of sports entertainment this week. And you bollocks, Steve, by the way. What? You absolute bollocks. Oh, no. What have I done? I got up Thursday morning. as oh. this tradition. And uh, I turned off my alarm, looked at my phone to check my emails, and had, what, however many messages missed from our group chat. But as frustration, the last message always shows up. So I tried to, you know, not look at that. Mm. The last message sent was, looks like Omega's injured torn something mm, or other torn i was like no yeah that means that i, I just assumed something happened on no, dynamite no there wasn't a spoiler I, I wouldn't have done that but yeah there was there the story is that and if you look at um bte this week he's getting treatment so yeah no it's just the way i just read it i was like oh you bastard so the entirety <laughs> of thursday working away of which i worked a 19 hour day on thursday oh. and i thought a whole thought in my head is like fucking stupid dynamite can't watch it now Kenny fucking Omega got injured <laughs> <laughs> well if he wasn't doing all this fluff, fucking flippy do rinky dink outlaw macho bullshit <laughs> he was, well he played, was expressing sorry, well too much there was too much jazz hands going on and he tore his labrum um, fucking yeah, cosplay so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's um, Antoxin has had that for a while, so hopefully, well, there's no indication that he is out. It was just something that was circulating on Twitter that night. We're like, oh, Kenny's fucked, and that's why he hasn't been doing much lately. But it's all G, it's all G, yeah. Let's hope it's all good. Um, and that was taped as well last night or Wednesday night, so he oh. hasn't had a further two weeks to to cover that injury. Yeah, the, do you know how I always know uh, Dynamite's taped when the sound is good? so bad with them oh, <laughs> you hear the sound reverberating through the venue rather than yeah. just directing it through the oh, i don't know how they keep doing that it's weird it's something to do with the way they're setting up their boards but it's yeah it's, it's you can always tell it can it always should be help. such an easy fix well, yeah or just sh- play the recorded versions if they can't figure it out just play yeah. the recorded versions or just get themselves a super sexy producer yeah mm-hmm. yeah i believe yeah. you're uh, open to uh, offers I mean, I I could at least do that. The rest of it, I don't know how to produce a TV show. To be honest, I think I I don't I don't think that would be a good idea. Neither does Kevin Dunn. It's worked out all right for him. <laughs> okay, lads, what I want you to do, like the Homer Simpson thing where he puts on the the management hat. I'll just stand behind other people and go cut cut zoom zoom camera four three five six oh, twelve. Tom Landry's hat doesn't know how to motivate you. I don't know what will. <laughs> no, it'll be like Monica from Friends. Four, yeah, five, <laughs> seven, 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 eight. <laughs> I'd never stay on camera seven for that long. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Another Simpsons reference. You know, he's working with the nerds. It was like, are you guys working hard? Yes, Mr. Simpson. Did you work yeah. any harder? Sure thing. And then clicks happen faster. <laughs> are you guys cutting between the cameras? Yes, sir. Can you cut some more? Sure thing. Click, 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 click. Good times. Are you guys do the shaky cam? <laughs> someone's been hit by a chair have the camera follow the chair in all of its motions <laughs> do you remember that gif or that video that came out of someone who recorded the cameraman with yeah. an attack backstage with the in the OB down, oh, good god it was awful why is Mike Tyson eating a cake of Big E's head <laughs> <laughs> racist I don't know no. <coughs> weed cake it's Roy Jones Jr.'s head, but I just I just see Big E there. He looks very like Big E there. And like, 
the cake version looks very like the <laughs> everything everything is cake everything is cake yeah, it is everything is awesome yeah especially when you're part of a team candace yeah. and ray is part of a team for war games yeah war, game. war games war games i had i don't have a queued up but i'll find it in a minute and surprise people with it uh you know like this war games boom did it nailed it. out of nowhere yeah um i really like the main event the ladder match that mm. match fucked mm-hmm. pete dunn defeated kyle o'reilly after a mystery man we don't know who he is and we'll probably never know uh shoved kyle o'reilly off the ladder <laughs> that wasn't the most obvious thing i've ever watched anyway <laughs> like, well, what are you what are you playing fits who, who do you think it was? What are you trying to say here? Who could it be? Yeah. Clearly, it was Chico El Luchador. That's okay. Ooh. Okay, mm. I thought you were going to make some wild accusations about yeah. Pat McAfee here. I thought you were going to make wild accusations about a man who was clearly in his home in Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it, it, it was Pat McAfee. <gasps> How <laughs> dare you? Good Lord. How dare you? Um. Yeah, so that's... Uh, yeah, it's... It's a weird one because the heels are always going to need the advantage because how do you yeah. set up the War Games match without that? I, I, I will say, I can see why fucking Drake Wirtz or whatever his name is has a fucking, is an anti-masker because like the, the amount of masked people causing issues oh, in NXT. Oh, a lot. Ghost faces and fucking whatever mm. the fuck that mask mm-hmm. is. You know, I if I was an NXT, an NXT referee, I'd be anti-mask as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you get yourself a parlor account, Gordo. Uh, no, I won't. Have you heard about this parlor thing? I'm only uh, recently learning about it. I've heard that they have incredibly dodgy fucking security um, Mm -hmm. and their code is basic as fuck. Yeah. Supposedly half of the parlor accounts are basically people trolling people on parlor just to see what's going on there. But yeah, I've heard that the security is a bit dodged, so I'm not touching that with a barge pole. No. And like people have to upload the like... like a proper ID or your your fucking yeah. social security number or something to get verified. Like Ooh, that's, that's a good safe. thing. What's well, a good thing though in theory? Yeah. I'd love if Twitter had that. I'd love yeah. if Twitter, you know, held people accountable for the shit they say online. Mm-hmm. That would be fantastic. And then at other times, I'd hate it at the same time because I do like to see the world burn. And sometimes and it's really funny. You are a bit of a troll sometimes. I do enjoy it. It's funny. It's so easy just to annoy people. I enjoy it. It's sue me. Um, if only someone had like an AEW troll account they could use. If only. <laughs> yeah, right. I wonder, I wonder do I still have that? I'm not sure you can I find. I mean, um, nothing. I wonder You're... if my friend in the shop has that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a throwback. Yeah. Uh, Pete Dunn. Fuck me, he is in great shape. Oh, yeah. he's ripped. Remember the last got... ladder match we saw Pete Dunn in, Gordo? Oh, back in the day. How the fuck did they manage to hang that briefcase from the roof of the Tivoli? <laughs> <laughs> First um, ever OTT show we were at. Did you see the t-shirt OTT came out with yesterday? Mm. Yeah. The original, cool. I've already ordered it. Nice. Mark. Yep. What? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it looks class to be fair. Yeah. Um, Kushida and Timothy Thatcher was fun. Yes. I very much enjoyed that and I would like to see more of it, please. Yes. Um, you were going to get... Obviously, we're going to get Champa and Thatcher at the pay per view. I would imagine. I'd Have go triple threat. Triple threat. Well, I leave it singles for now. Yeah, I think singles is fine because she doesn't seem to be involved in this storyline. Yeah. What's he you know, doing with him? He t- he's taking out all the nonsense now, so he needs to go find more. Send him to NXT UK. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a plan for you. You'll be the top guy. Oh, sounds good. Sounds good. 
but unfortunately it's in NXT UK and no one's going to care. But you get to beat up a load of nonces. Fine, I'm in. <laughs> the one the one side issue I have with the champ thing is he was going about, he cut that promo about, you know, there needs to be, you know, uh, more old school and trying to change the way the locker room thinks, go back to an old school mentality. Why is he going to have to touch her? Yeah. Of all the people in the locker room, mm. the most throwback guy in the locker room, why him? I don't, I don't understand that. Yeah, that's the only slight like, thing that I'm like that. That seems off. I'm all for it, and it's going to be. They're going to have a fucking war, but it still just felt weird to me. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It doesn't make any sense, but they've got a week, I suppose, to make it make sense. Yeah, it's oh, War Games it? next weekend. It is. Yeah, next it is. Weekend, yeah. yeah. Wow. So you've got two pay per views next week. Good times. Sunday. And, oh no. Yeah, Sunday. it's a Sunday. Sunday night. Night. Oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, we didn't mention the heel turn from the first match on the show. Oh, fucking yes. Indeed, Tony. very much yes. Very much yes for Tony. Tony Storm. Why did they turn her heel? It's really strange. Because they needed a fourth for war games. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, they had a fourth. Enough. They had, they we, had we... Indy Hartwell there for the yeah. fourth for war games. They didn't need it. And I mean, at least we're thinking about it. what. How many faces are there left, like bigger faces left in NXT at this point? They've turned most of them heel. Ember, EO, Shotzi, and Rhea. There's your yeah. four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's this is before they brought EO into the storyline that we were trying to debate this. We're like, what four are you going to get? Like Tony um, to turn back face in the cage, and it was a ploy all along so that Candace could get her comeuppance. Speaking I was thinking you could have brought back yeah. Charlotte first, but I don't think they'll bring her down to NXT for this match. I'm a bit hypnotized, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> looking at the chat here <laughs> good lord oh and it moves her jig- it's a her gif her jiggling, <laughs> is, her jiggling is quite hypnotic it was paused I was just staring at a still image it, it was paused or you were paused no both um, but the <laughs> sound pad was open as the primary app here and then when I clicked it she started to move good times I mean the gif started to move so. <laughs> <laughs> it sure did buddy oh yeah um, interesting to see how she does as a heel like she did a little bit heelish in NXT UK for a while but she's never been full heel so interesting uh, to see how she manages yeah see so that, the setup the setup in the main event was a little bit overly convoluted insofar as that you have Rhea Ripley coming out addressing you know, this whole thing and before she even mentioned too much all of a sudden Candice came out with her goons and whatnot. Is they telegraphed it a country mile away I love the fact that they're going here and that these people will be involved in this match, but it's just, again, just kind of lazy booking to get there. And then so, Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Via Jake Atlas, yeah. via Kevin. Cool. This happened. Yep. He's facing Loomis in a strap match at TakeOver. He is. Oh, no. Let it die. But it'll be fun. But, but it's going to need to be better than the blindfold match last week. Yeah. Blindfold matches never work. No. Why, is, why do they keep doing this? By definition, they're terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah, just don't do it. You like could do it. Like, back like, a, like a blind kid fucking watching snooker. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. You could do it with a crowd because you can have, you know, the, the, the crowd tell the baby face where the heel is, you know, like the old matches from the 80s and 90s, but that doesn't work in the Thunderdome environment type thing. But, yeah. Uh, I still show. wonder where they're actually going K-O. to have the war games, though. I said, I don't think Wargames are going to fit into the PC. Slitter has been at the PC, apparently. Yeah, you just move some stuff around, you fit that in. Apart, if you look, because they had where the boys were up on the 
the platforms. Uh, yes. The main event where they're up on the platforms. Take out that wall and just run the two side barriers the whole way down to the end and you'll fit a second ring. Yeah, no problem. Could be very, very tight working with cameras and such like that as well. You won't be able to lift it up and down. It'll have to be obviously a fixed mm. in kind of I'd cage. Say, yeah. Maybe they'll take the show then. Now they will. I don't know if they'll be in Tampa at that stage. So they might be able to do it there. But next week, it's after that, isn't it? It's around then. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think know. they'll want everything to be set up. You know, to be there for months. So I don't think they'll allow war games in the Thunderdome type thing. But I would it's love fucking to. huge. You'd be able to fucking host three Thunderdomes in the space yeah. of the baseball. When when does the move happen? Because if the move happens like that, eleven. Ah, no, okay, never mind. It's like you could literally in the Amway Center put the site, rearrange it to be in the Amway Center for for war games, and then use the new ones in the new place. War. But, eh, war games. but it's not gonna work. War games. It's like Lord of the Rings. Just they're all on wargs. And Steve, I think you're right. I think Ghostface is uh, who you predicted weeks ago. Austin Theory. I think it has to be. Yeah, mm. makes sense. Good shout. Yeah. I don't know if they intentionally booked that way back when you were saying it, but they're getting there. I think they did because they he quit that time. Do you remember he couldn't buy a win and he quit? And then the whole thing I was thinking was he was going to go with the Gargano away. I think that was the whole. Maybe they, theory, anyway. they keep him behind Ghostface because you know now that he's a dirty nonce, he can't have his actual face <laughs> on TV. Allegedly, allegedly, really? I think it's alleged. Well, all of these are alleged. Some of them seem to be more true than others, but they're all alleged. But it's time for this. We're in a ratings war, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what? They're both losers. Neither of them charted. No demos. No ratings. Nothing. Uh, when is <laughs> when are they coming out? Monday, isn't it? Monday. Yeah. Right. Thanksgiving. Cool. So no, <laughs> we we don't have much to talk about this week. I'm actually going <laughs> to clear them off here now. So I can't update the, the score. We didn't um, probably talk about the triple threat match that was announced on the KO show. Oh yeah, K- the KO show. Yeah. KO show was amazing. It was good. Kevin Owens off never offering everyone chairs or bringing ones in preemptively because he knew what was about to happen. Yeah, it was, <laughs> was amazing. Like, it was amazing only sorry. because Kevin Owens was there. Oh yeah, he oh, yeah. he made that segment from start I, to finish. I am. I, maybe it's just I, I. I'm. I'm over Johnny Ogarno so much. But I think anything that he's involved in, I'm just. I just don't like. He's he's getting Rollins for me a bit. Yes, exactly. It's mm. oversaturation of Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Needs needs a change of scenery. Definitely should go to the main roster even for a little while. As much as I would hate to see Gargano getting buried on the main roster, but and I can see what they're doing with Leon Ruff. I'm just not getting it. I'm not buying it. I'll make a prediction. Leon Ruff will retain. Uh, you know, via whatever the other guys knock each other out, and he gets to pin one of them. And Pat McAfee is the one to beat Leon Ruff for the North American Ooh. title. Oh, there we go. To try to try and get a, a full faction of champions. He's going to do mm-hmm. his own version of the quest for all the gold because mm-hmm. Pete Dunne is then going to beat Finn Balor for the title. Oh, veins. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Because yeah. the whole feud is about the Undisputed Era, so he's going to emulate exactly what they did. I'm all for Plus, that. Yeah. In that feud, or in that faction, Pete Dunne should be the main guy. Yeah. Because he's the actual wrestler. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I can, I can storyline be the making of Pete Dunne. Yeah. Now, how you get to Balor and Dunn, I don't know, but we'll see. Have Dunn be the one to get the pin in 
war games yeah, yeah. done is the war one to get the win and even if that leads to him having to be in a number one contenders match you know they have a number one contenders thing for whatever a tournament or some shit and then McAfee comes out and calls out Regal basically saying you know Dunn was left out of this you know he's the guy he should be the one you're looking at yeah yeah Dunn gets added in last minute runs through it all and ends up getting a shot yeah and it'll give them something to do after this because you know there's going to be a while to manage to get a build to Balor and I, it's going to be difficult to take the bat title off Balor so quickly as well so they'll have to space it out a little bit but that's where I think it's going to end up we will get a shot this year of all of them with titles I think makes sense or this run I should say Regal, Regal cosplaying as Teddy Long at the end of the segment. Oh. <laughs> the hair flick. Um, but KO was, um, he was like, you can't say his name because now he's going to come out. Ah, oh, here he is. You know, he was like very aware of wrestling logic in there. It was, it was yeah. Kevin Owens as the wrestling Deadpool is what his character <laughs> should be. <laughs> I've, said it for, I've said it for years. Kevin Owens is wrestling Deadpool and that's the only way he should ever act. Yeah. yeah, that's a great comment. I like that. You you can't script him, and nor should you try. No. Yeah, he's just <laughs> a naturally funny guy <laughs> whose English isn't even his first language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He sounded very French Canadian last night in one of the promos I saw when he was talking to a Roman. He said he's very, very, very French Canadian. If you see it, but it's funny. Uh, the ratings we we'll have to hold off on that for this week because we don't know who won. But our score then. I'm a Natalie Imbruglia here. I don't know. I, am I, love how, I love how Natalie Imbruglia is becoming the vernacular of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I am crying naked on the floor, trying to pick Ooh. a winner here. I don't know. My vote can be bought, chat. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm like AEW. I'm going to kick off with NXT. I think I just preferred NXT overall this week. Mm. I think both were amazing and I could not argue with anyone voting for either show AW had Abaddon and that opener was fucking fantastic but it also had three tag matches that were hmm. two of which were meh and one of them had the hybrid two in it actually NXT <laughs> <laughs> that's the deciding factor me I thought they were both good shows this week uh, um, but Cameron Grimes that's the problem. The, yeah, yeah of, of the four <laughs> matches on NXT, three of them are very good, and the other yeah. one, Cameron Grimes. So yeah, he makes a good point about the Cameron Grimes versus uh, Hyper <laughs> Two scenario here. <laughs> so they cancel each other out. They cancel each other out. Okay, so take we're taking Hyper Two off the table then. Okay, I'll, I'll accept. Sheeta, Sheeta's entrance music, Steve. Oh, good lord! Change that music. I like the, I, I, the, the start oh. intro thingy is terrible, but once yeah. it gets into the music, I like the music. Yeah, um, it's just the yeah, the whistle part is fucking terrible. I think I think for the opener and ending of NXT and the KO show, I'd have to give NXT the slight edge. Mm. But that opener of AEW was fantastic, and I really enjoyed the Taz thing. Yeah, that's a tough one. I enjoyed most of NXT. I didn't think I didn't love most of it. I enjoyed it. Uh, the Kevin Owens thing was only saved by the fact that Kevin Owens was there. Uh, the ladder match was fun. Uh, the suplex over the ropes on, onto oh, the ladder that was pushed yeah. outside. Ow, fucking ow. That hurt me watching it. Uh, but EW, I, I just enjoyed it more. There was just more elements to it. I, I love the fact that it's a variety show and you get more mm. out of it. Whereas NXT kind of have almost a singular theme or 
genre or something. There's just something specifically narrative running through the show that they don't vary off too often. Maybe it's because it's a developmental brand and they don't want to be too ex- uh, experimental with it. But I just enjoyed I, I was surprised with the Anna J match. I thought that was a lot better than I was expecting. Abaddon being back was a great plus. And like the lad said, Hangman and Silver was class at the opening. So AEW edges it. Our good friend All Elite Scooby-Doo in the chat voted for AEW purely because Abaddon is there. He doesn't even watch. <laughs> so it's a compelling <laughs> argument. <laughs> um, oh, I find it tough. I think it's harsh on NXT to vote for AEW here, but I'm probably going to do that. But, oh, man. That ties it, so we so throw it to the chat. Yeah, chat gets to decide this week. But I think it is AEW in the chat, isn't it? You know, because of Abaddon. (laughs) Yeah, there's only two votes in there at the moment anyway, but uh, Abaddon is bay. Abaddon wins. (laughs) Okay, Abaddon wins this week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I probably... I could go either way, but I'll tie it up just to be a dick. Um, It looks like AEW win it in the chat. There's not a whole lot of votes in there, but... Yeah, I think it takes it. It's, it's, good that the chat is getting, it's good that the chat is getting the vote on something because we haven't done a B show in fucking ages. It's true, yeah. <laughs> Shut up, they'll want one tonight. We're doing one live on Christmas Day. <laughs> we, we do need um, to do, we do need to get one or two recorded and then the can so we can put out shit over mm. Christmas so we can take a little bit of a break for ourselves. Are you or okay we go with live every day for, during Christmas. Are you okay with the vote for AEW there? Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 I, I, I have no issue with either winning this They're week. Both They're both good. They're both good. I just, I prefer NXT slightly more because of the main event. So it's 34 AEW, 27 NXT. In our votes, and we'll update our, the scores next week um, when we have the ratings because we don't. They both lost this week, having no viewers and no. They're both losers. They're both losers. Um, main roster. I don't want to. I'm. I'm done with the main pinned. roster. Tell me tales, Fitz. You've been you've been teetering on the brink for a while now. Oh, sma- our Survivor Series pushed me over the edge. You're done. I can't oh, yeah. justify you. Oh boy. Oh, oh, oh wow. Jesus Christ. Cancel yourself. Cancel him, chat. Cancel that Cancel man. <laughs> Use all your tokens. <laughs> Craig will give you more. It's okay. <laughs> He's deliverance will hand them out. It's all good. Um no, yeah, I'm just, I'm just I done. can't I can't invest any more time. It's going to take something big for, for me to come back to, to watch main roster weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Undertaker cancel emotes. I love it. And if people want to get their cancel emotes, you should join our Discord channel. If you fu- if you find our Twitter, it's at wrestling. You can find a link to our Discord chat in there and come join us. That's where we record every Saturday and you'll get four cancel tokens and a Gordo Gravy Chip emote upon your arrival. <laughs> and You've you can right tell Gordo gets paid per plug. He does. I do. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> money. But yeah, no, I, I, don't blame, I, I, don't, I don't blame Fitz for checking out of main roster stuff because oh it, yeah i'm struggling with it at the moment yeah if it wasn't for the fact that most most weeks i'm either watching it and playing mobile games or yeah. i'll have something on on the xbox and i'll watch it on the laptop one it's, yeah. it's one or the other i it's, i'm not full-time watching it now oh, yeah. it's very much time. on in the background while doing yeah. something else yeah i've just been doing much. that every time since i moved into this house in february i don't think i've sat down Bar good pay-per-views and stuff. I can't remember the last time I sat down and watched one of the TV shows in full. I'm usually playing a video game or messing on my phone. But certain people are out having matches, I will. Yeah. My boy Murphy. Anytime he's having a match, I will still... 
likewise I know we talked before like if Eddie Kingston or Ricky Starks are cutting a promo on AEW mm. it's whatever you're doing gets put down you pay attention to it there's certain people who are having a match that's the likes of an Ali mm. or Murphy because they're guys that I, just, I love watching I think they're phenomenal everything they do bell to bell is fantastic so that sort of stuff I'll pay attention to other than that it's very much background while I'm doing or focused yeah. on something else like chatting to Paddy or whatever yeah. You know, it's, it's just like I can't watch the whole shows in full without doing something else at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there will be, you know, like I said, like Ricky Stark or even Alexa with the Fiend stuff. I always yeah, kind of I, oh, yeah. Alexa's killing it at the moment. Yeah, the moment oh, she was brilliant again this week. Yeah. And uh, um, what did you think of the amazing botch of the first match, the tag title match? I haven't seen it. No, to be honest, no. So they they were it was supposed to be a spot where the hurt business won by oh, count yeah. out. So they restarted the match, but oh, Ben yeah. Shelton didn't get back in the ring in time, so they both yeah. got counted out. I thought you meant on SmackDown. Sorry, no, no, raw, raw. Um, but Sean Rossap had an amazing tweet last night. I fell asleep early last night and I woke up at like twenty past one, and I was like, "Oh, sure, I'll throw on SmackDown." And then I just looked at my phone, and the first tweet that came up was this. Rude and Ziggler pinned SmackDown Tag Team Champions Street Profits, who pinned Raw Tag Team Champs New Day, who pinned Hurt Business, who previously pinned New Day, in case you were wondering. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> champs, champs beating on TV. Uh, yeah. But this is like a whole, it's a Thunderdome level of fucking beating champions here. There's a whole circus around it, but yeah, I just thought that that tweet hit me good last night, and I said, nah fam, that ain't it, and I played yeah. Nuketown 24-7. I often watched SmackDown this week, I didn't watch last week's one either. Yeah, I tuned in uh, for um, the Fightful Post show. That's basically what I know of the show so far. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, like the bet, the highlights from SmackDown, I'd say, but Bianca Belair was pretty good. They're setting up a Bianca Belair versus Bailey oh, feud, which should I be good. Billy, I saw Billy Kay on commentary. All right. <laughs> Billy Kay joined commentary for a couple of seconds to give her, re- give her resume, which has now, uh, Natty <laughs> took a screenshot of it, uh, or a photo of it, so it's now up the full resume is online. So Steve, uh, are you because, are you turning your around your thoughts on Billy Kay when it comes to comedy? It's yeah. Billy Billy Bay, actually. Billy Bay, my girl Billy Bay. <laughs> Billy Bay, comedy. the one who can't spell wrestling. <laughs> or whoever, wow. I, I doubt she wrote it, but whoever wrote that, purely to be released on Twitter because that that's why there's a high resolution picture of it. They didn't proofread it, and they spelled wrestling with two S's and no T. Yes, that's perfect. The point. No. She's Australian. Yes. She can't spell English. <laughs> gotcha. Australian. Got it. Perfect. Yeah, I'm amazed she didn't call it Chaz Wazers. Chaz Wazers. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's t- it's a tough watch at the moment outside of bright spots like The Fiend and Alexa, which I thought was amazing this week on Raw. Um, Alexa pretended like she was snapping out of it, getting her ass handed to her by Nikki Cross. But of course, he knew what was coming. But she sold it so well. It was very cool. I enjoyed that. Oh, and the fiend sneaking in. Did you see that going on Twitter? <laughs> you could clearly see him hopping over the barrier. Like. <laughs> Before he arrived, you could see him just slowly climbing over. If you weren't cutting the camera 50,000 times, you wouldn't have caught it. But. Uh, uh, good things, other good things that happened. Uh, Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan was very good. Uh, mm. Sami Zayn dropped Daniel Bryan at a brain buster on the apron, which, you know. Why? I don't know, uh, but it ended when Sammy ran to the back and uh, Danny Bryan ran after him and Sammy Zayn ended up running back out himself and made it in uh, to make to break the count or to get to beat the count and I found cut to the back and Danny Bryan's after been beaten up by Jey Uso. But, um, I like what they're doing with what he's calling it. He's beating people with a 10 count was how he described it in his promo. I saw it on Twitter. Mm. That's kind of cool. And then they had him had a promo with Big E 
who was, you know, the master of the five count. I thought that was very clever. Bring back the five count. I've said it for months. Yeah. Bring back the five count. I want it. But yeah, it looks like they're probably going to be setting up for a Big E, Sami Zayn feud. Yeah. So title, hopefully Big E. Gets, I'd like to see Big E with the Intercontinental title again. Mm. Absolutely. I'd also like to see Sheamus win it to complete the goddamn Grand Slam. Yes, but they moved him to Raw. Oh. Uh, him and Riddle. Him and Riddle was fun again. Mm. Yeah. Very fun match. Yeah. Apparently, uh, um, Seamus was one that went to bat for Riddle. Oh. There's a story around that, yeah, that some people didn't really like him, but because uh, obviously he's a dickhead <laughs> to anyone and he doesn't care because he can beat the shit out of all of them. What are they going to do? Um, but apparently, Seamus is one that went to bat for him, and that's why they're working together oh. a lot. I suppose Seamus dealt with shit himself over the whole Triple H's workout, but he yeah. back in the day and shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's, probably, he's probably been there, bought the t shirt kind of thing. He's. Mm. Trying to fucking pay buying them. t-shirts they're doing the Christmas promo again because they have no original ideas anymore where they're just standing at the WWE shop thing it's not as good without the Good Brothers they saved it Good Brothers saved that segment but now it's gone ah well yeah I think what else do we have there, there was definitely more stuff I like the tournament uh, idea what happened with fucking I'm assuming you saw this gift that was doing the rounds of retribution beating up the gobbledygooker yeah when the fuck what? did that happen Mm-hmm. It, it, it was it clearly wasn't aired whenever the fuck that oh main event main event <laughs> of course oh, oh, that's why man. nobody's seen it retribution have been main evented uh, oh, jeff, jeff hardy jeff hardy and ricochet were on main event this week as well mamma mia that's a yeah. match you gotta put on raw that it gets some eyes good lord oh. that's a that's depressing t-bar ah <laughs> oh, t-bar how many times Yeah, I like the idea of the championship um, tournament. Oh, Braun Strowman attacked um, fucking Adam Pierce. Uh, Adam Pierce. Executive Adam Pierce. And he's fired or suspended indefinitely or something. Neat. Cool. <laughs> True. The rest of his day is cool beans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Uh, that's That's a thing. I liked how they sold how it was terrible, you know, that even the heels wrestlers and everything were like, oh, what have you done? This is an awful idea, blah, blah, blah. Well, they've never referenced that Adam Pierce was a wrestler at any point. No. Have they? We can take a bump. No. He was an NWA champion, wasn't he? Oh, he was, yeah, he was, yeah. 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 So they've never referenced that on TV that he was like. No. Like Pat Buck, he was just an executive. Hmm. I Um, still don't understand why you don't have Pat Buck be his equivalent on SmackDown. Why is Adam Pierce the guy on both shows? And also, when it came to building up Survivor Series, didn't help. Throw back to something yeah. we talked about earlier. Yeah. Having Adam Pierce being the executive who was involved in the making of teams on both shows. Yeah. Makes <laughs> and why did he reward the lads on Raw? You know, it just made yeah. no sense. Like, you beat those motherfuckers from SmackDown that I work with and pick the team for. Yeah, it was it's, like it was that, the whole Survivor Series was Adam yeah. Pierce's plaything. It's like, what? What is Drew McInfart? So he. Oh, Pierce got cost. Yeah, <laughs> after he got beaten up, they kept they did this thing over maybe thirty seven ad breaks, where every time they came back, um, Kayla, Kayla Braxton, Bela Braxton. Braxton. What is wrong with me today? I can't remember anybody's fucking name. Kazuchika Okada. The human so, torch was denied. <laughs> they just kept cutting in. People kept interrupting him, but he was flustered and he said Drew McIntyre instead of Drew McIntyre. How? I don't know. He actually said Drew McIntyre, but it sounded like fart. Or somebody said it sounded like fart. And of course, the internet 
ran with it. It didn't. He didn't say fart. He did not say fart. He didn't say fart. It's true. Mac and fire. I think is what he actually said. But he was clearly um, reading from the cue card. The, yeah. the, the T looked like an F. Yeah, exactly. Who put a question mark on the teleprompter? What's <laughs> <laughs> um, no animal read? Whatever you put on that thing. <laughs> yeah, Fitz. I'm not far behind you with the main roster at the moment. To be honest, I just not that it's terrible. It's just there's nothing grabbing me. Okay. Uh, to be honest now, for for me, th- my appointment viewing weekly is AEW is a must every week. BTE is a must every week. NXT is practically a must every week, but that would be the first to go if I didn't have time. After that, pff, SmackDown, if I'm desperate for watching something, and Raw, no. no I don't think anything could convince me to watch Raw. I'm too, I'm too fucking set in my ways. I'll always watch, watch Raw. I could drop everything else, no problem, and keep up with it online. But it's something about Raw. I just, I always watch it. It's like a weekly thing for me, but for as long as I can remember. But yeah, it's, it's rough out there at the moment. I think mainly Raw's biggest kind of detriment for me is the fact it's on a Monday night and it would fuck up my entire week if I have to try yeah. watch it live, definitely. But trying to watch it kind of the day after on Tuesday, I'm fucked by the time Tuesday, even it finishes. Three hours. Probably, yeah, yeah it's probably evening. And there's probably a sports game on anyway that I want to watch. So like, I'll watch a shit United team play fucking Middle Earth Cup on a Tuesday night <laughs> rather than <laughs> watching Raw. Uh, oh yeah, this tweet. The gooker is cooked. <laughs> that was <laughs> ill-advised. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It took me way too long to see what the problem with that was. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was terrible. So for people that can't see the chat, this is WWE tweeted out a... <laughs> A picture of Tazawa being the new 24-7 champion with the tagline, the gooker is cooked. Uh, not referencing anything about the fact that he pinned the gooker or why yeah. that reference was there. And yeah. Yep, there's just no gooker and there's an Asian yeah. man in the picture. Yeah. That wasn't very well advised. Did anyone mention why they're incredibly racist towards Asians in general with the whole NXT angle they're going with Boa and what, what, do you, what do you mean the Chinese mafia held <laughs> by a woman which I, I assume is still as I said last week is going to be um, oh my god thank you it's fine but, perfectly fine but why do they have to go like full Asian stereotype with any Asian star that they have it's all they it's all they know because they can't have her be a ninja true <laughs> ninjas are taken by Japanese people yeah that's how they work I'm, <laughs> man I am genuinely not I wouldn't have been surprised if they if they debuted a new Chinese star and their gimmick was that they were a scientist yeah you know <laughs> and, and and their whole fucking modus operandi is to create some sort of illness that will destroy humankind <laughs> like that would literally be straight out of Vince McMahon's playbook and they'd have them walk backstage and everyone would be wearing masks around them that's just literally the way he thinks. Or they're really good at calculation. So. Mm-hmm. And he, oh, you're foreign. That means you're a heel. Yeah, one, yeah I always love that. I think uh, uh, Nakamura managed to avoid most of the stereotypes they've done so far, though, somehow. I don't know if you can hear this, but like, I can hear these cars. Yeah. Went past yeah. Hot fuzz. Not good. Whew, I got away with it. Um, best match, worst match, and take it home time. Uh, best match. match ladder match it's a yeah. same z's yeah can't really argue it may i go along with that may i give a good shout for uh hangman and john silver yeah Definitely. that was good yeah and uh also honorable mention to the women's match that opened nxt the 
Tony mm. or Ember Candice match was very that was good. Right. That was good. Yeah. All Eduardo remembers is Tony Storm though. It was like the uh, Tony. Well, she wasn't in that match. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say the Tony heel turn match, and I was like, no, no. <laughs> maybe people who are in the match. Uh, worst match. What was Hybrid that? Two. Cameron Grimes. Hybrid two. <laughs> but I'm, I'm assuming something from Survivor Series. See, the I matches were fine. Yeah. Like the the we didn't mention, but Roman Reigns Drew McIntyre was very good. Mm. Big old men slapping meat. Um, um, I can't think of worse. a bad match this week. Asuka Lana. Then also Asuka and Lana versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, which falls straight immediately. God, I'm so happy I didn't watch her all. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd probably go Asuka and Lana there. That's another car. That's another yeah, actually, car. Lee, Lashley. Oh, yeah. Yes. Lashley what? is not good. Stop trying to make Lashley happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> like, when Keith Lee can't get a good match out of you, hmm. you, you know you're fucked. Get rid yeah. of him. But he has a new team music. He has his own team music that isn't generic rock music that he did himself. Yay. How happy were you, Nick? So happy. Very, very happy. <laughs> <laughs> it might make my top moments of... <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd just go ask Alana then because it's the only one I can think of that was bad. Uh, best moment, worst moment, or segment, I should say. Best segment, probably uh, KO show just because of KO, yeah. Mm. But like, it also had Johnny Gargano, yeah. But mm. KO had chairs and he doesn't know why he brings all these chairs. <laughs> oh, he, he knows why he brings those chairs. We should just sum it up with the the best mat, the best segment, worst segment was the Taz and Cody thing. <laughs> Either loved it or hated it. Um, I think uh, for me, I think worst was probably the Undertaker segment. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yes, we were made Kill it with all the fire. We were made sit through a twenty minute rib on Kane <laughs> on pay per view. That's literally how I'm looking at it. We were made sit through a twenty minute rib. I think they, there's so much they could have done, so I'm mm. definitely giving it the worst this week because yeah. they earned it. I was on the verge of nominating it for 24-7. Oh. But I f- would have felt bad nominating anything to do with Undertaker for 24-7. Yeah. But I was very, very close to nominating it. I, I hated it that much. Wow. Oh, best segment for me is MVP and Riddle. Because I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Fitz! If you watch one thing, watch that promo. It was fucking. I like bust out laughing. I saw that on Twitter. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. That's my best segment. Oh, it wasn't well. great. It was actually pretty terrible when you look at the writing involved. But that part was amazing. Pizza yogurt. Uh, so he is going to be RVD that can talk essentially. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Best, best wrestler. I think the chatter going for Abaddon. Abaddon. <laughs> Uh, wrestler, of the, well, has everyone done their best and worst? I don't think yeah, everyone's done yeah. yeah. Maybe we all agree yeah. to those. Yeah, cool. I, I'd give a good shout to the contract signing. I really like that. It was yeah, just yeah, it was good, good, con- good short contract signing good, segment. Content. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, wrestler of the week, I'm gonna say, and I haven't even seen SmackDown yet, but I've heard he's had a good showing on it. KO mm. for a man mm. who's been treading water for a long time, just a reminder of how funny he is and just his personality and stuff on NXT was good. And if he had even half as much of an impact on SmackDown as people are making it seem, 
then yeah, it looked like we had one hell of a week. The best touch was when he the the stuff was taken off the commentary table, and then he sat down on a chair and sat at the head of the commentary table when he was talking to Roman Reigns. Beautiful touch, mm. and that's why he is my wrestler of the week. Yeah, I think that and NXT and KO as well. I think yeah. Yeah, Sami Zayn just tweeted a gif of that brain buster on the apron. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Why? I loved when we talked about that first, you just in the distance. You weren't even paying attention. You weren't even talking to us. You just went, why? Why would you <laughs> do a brain buster on the hardest part of the ring? To Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yeah, I fucking I forgot that part of it. Oh, man. Fitz, what about you for wrestler of the week? Uh, and Helico. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Are you serious? No. God. I was gonna get Jack, Jack Evans. <laughs> <laughs> um, who would I give wrestler of the week to? Just always a tough one every week. Mm. If I was to give it an actual one for Dynamite, I'd probably give it to Anna Jay, just purely on surprise factor. I, I didn't think Anna she was Jay. that good. Well, Anna Jay is wrestler of the week every week. <laughs> fair uh nxt wise ember moon is just killing it mm-hmm. uh pete dunn that was my first time seeing him back since he came back i think that was his first match since he came back yeah. in normal nxt he was in so. a six-man tag yeah. wasn't he or something i don't watch the product i first don't know memorable match then there you go uh yeah. Anyway, yeah there was yeah ember moon pete dunn uh kushida like there was some great individual performances on nxt to be fair you can only pick one from all the shows, Fitz. Anna Bay. Anna Bay. Wow. There you go. And always go with your heart. That's it. <laughs> yes, your heart. Your heart is throbbing, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I thought I turned off my webcam. <laughs> uh, plug me up, Gordo. Did not buy me dinner first? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, so if people want to get more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling <laughs> Podcast, you can get us on all your favorite podcast apps. So you'll get us on your iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever the hell you're listening. Now you're going to find us again next week because it's where you always find us, you beautiful bastard. You. Um, if wherever you're listening does have a rating system or a like system, give us a positive review, a thumbs up, a five-star rating, whatever the good thing is, give us one of them. We we like the praise and we makes us feel all, feel all warm and gooey inside. Yeah, you can also get us on the Wrestling Soup Network on WrestlingSoup.com along with the Wrestling Soup Boys themselves and a host of other podcasts. Make sure to check them out and also check out their Patreon. Also check out the guys at the Break the Apocalypse podcast. It's Break the App on Twitter. Again, they're fantastic. They've been turning out some really good content lately, so make sure to check them out. Also check out the guys at Canvas Theory, www.canvastheory.com. If you use the promo code AWP, you get 10% off your entire order, but it is currently shipping only to the US. Ooh. I can't believe I have to say this every week. <laughs> it will be coming soon, soon to Europe. I'm going to drop that line from the plug. Craig, yeah. Nick, when you're listening to this, we need an update. We yeah, when is, when is soon? It's, it's been soon for the last eight months, man. Come on. You can't keep using COVID as a crutch. Yeah, you dick. I'm going to log right into a store and set up shipping for Europe, and he won't even know. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, get us on Twitter. It's at Two Bit Wrestling. Make sure to follow us on there. You can also find a link to our Discord channel where we record the podcast every Saturday. We normally try and go live sometime between four PM and six PM Irish time. You do the maths and figure out what fucking time zone that is for yourself, wherever you are. You can also find us on YouTube if you search for the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, and also on Twitch for the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. Um, just make sure to give us a follow on there because you know we need follows. We. we our children need wine and as soon as xbox fixed this issue, this issue with twitch appearing dark from the xbox series x i'll be back on twitch <laughs> uh, you don't have that problem with playstation no no because he doesn't have a playstation because it's yeah. shite yeah i haven't checked it in a while but the last time i tried i tried to stream call of duty the night i got it it was like saturday two weeks ago or whatever and you couldn't see the fits. I know you watched it for a second, but yeah, you couldn't see anything i was i was like it was perfectly fine for me and then i looked over at my laptop i was like Lads, can you see the screen? Because it looks extremely dark to me here. And I don't know what the problem was, but apparently it's a thing and I haven't researched. Maybe it's fixed. If it's fixed, I'll stream some COD tonight because Nukedown 24-7 is amazing. I had a, a game last night, 44 kills. I was fucking cooking. Baby. Yeah. No, I was on a good team, to be fair. But And I never, I'll never get a KD like that again. But still, I had my fun and that's all that matters. Anyway... That's probably it. Ah, yeah. Ah, I'm going to go watch myself some lovely, lovely hurling. What if they're fucking one four to two points down inside oh, 10 shit. minutes? For fuck's be, uh... sake, Gordo. Hey, fucking don't get me started. I have to try and convince Kira to not put up a Christmas tree. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to happen. Might yeah. try to get some uh, Among Us this weekend, maybe. Yeah. Uh, we're probably down for that later, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Probably should later. be able yeah, maybe, yeah, it'll be a bit later because we have to... Put up the Christmas tree. Put up the Christmas tree, we have to run to Dunn's, and we need to get, get pizza. pizza stuff, yeah, so... Fucking yeah. nailed it! Knew it! It's Saturday night. Saturday <laughs> night is pizza night. Yeah. Um, you you do the sex, and then you get the pizza. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. Lol. <laughs> 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 and to be honest with you, I'm a bit tired myself. I couldn't... <laughs> all right so uh maybe some among us tonight lads in the chat if you fancy it we'll probably play some among us tonight who knows um if not because i got loads of notifications last night from the soup discord they were playing among us like crazy last night so if not we might jump into them and see get something going on but um yeah we'll send out a message later and see what's going on anyway say good night all kenny